everyone, this is Klaatu. It's week 8 of 2018, so it must be episode 8 of season 12 of the GNU World Order. And indeed it is. Today we're going to talk about Find. This is the long-awaited, highly anticipated, hotly anticipated Find episode. There's actually a lot to cover, uh, not, not, just, not just within Find. There's a, I've got a lot of listener feedback, but I figure I'm going to go ahead and do the Find episode this week, and then I'll pick up all the pieces of uh, feedback and stuff like that next week. I, I, I think that sounds fairly reasonable. And there's a bunch of other stuff to cover as well, just stuff that came up from random, you know, bored internet meanderings. So, yeah, I want to talk about everything, but I'm going to try to stay focused and just talk about Find. And luckily, it's quite easy to do that because Ken Fallon, bless his heart, uh, basically wrote the show for me. Honestly, he, he sent me this insanely great email about all the different ways he uses Find, and he is a serious Find user, clearly. He, he really honestly probably should have just done this as an HPR episode for himself rather than sending me this, this, this transcript to read. It's, it's really, really phenomenal. Now, someone else had sent me something on Mastodon, and I thought, okay, cool, so someone sent me a find tip, so I will favorite this post, and then when I do the, the find episode, I will go back to my favorite, my favored posts, and I will find this reference to find, and it'll be super easy, and that, to me, made a lot of sense. Um, I really, really underestimated the inefficiency of this, of this, this microblogging revolution that we're still recovering from in, in the world. Um, I never did like this format, and, and I, I know that some people really love it, and they, they say things like, this is better than email, this is the new email, email, people can't handle email, this is, this is so much better. This is not better than email. This is a mess. This is an absolute mess. And I'm, it's, this is not something against Mastodon. This is just something against this this concept of social media and and microblogging, as we used to call it. This sort of like, uh, just throw out some thoughts into this public space and walk away, and and there it is. It's it's completely unsearchable. I I cannot find. I mean, I know that it's in here somewhere, but I guess because the page isn't loading all of the things at once or something i just i cannot do a find on find and 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 find the reference to find from this person whose name i don't even i, I can't even give the poor person credit now i it's completely i'm completely lost so that effort from this this wonderful person is basically lost to the inefficiency of modern communication. So, basically I'm taking no blame for myself and I'm blaming technology, which honestly is is increasingly a more and more reasonable thing to do. So, there's there's a tip for you, dear listener. If if something's not working for you, just just throw technology under the bus. You're you're probably not wrong. So, I am I am sorry to the person who posted the find tip to me in Mastodon, I, I want to say that it was about the dash exec flag, which we may as well, maybe, yeah, we, we may as well start with that. 
So you probably already know this because this is really, really common. And the person who sent this to me in Mastodon said said as much. I mean, they said this is this is a pretty typical use, probably not that revolutionary, but it's probably worth mentioning. And I agree, it is worth mentioning because you never know. People listening to this might not actually know that much about Find. Um, that would be a reasonable thing to assume in a show that purports to be about Find. It 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 ought to it ought to ease you in to find. So if I'm in a directory, for instance, and in, let's say I'm in my home directory even, and I say, for instance, find, and then we'll go with uh, tilde for, for my home directory, or I could just put a dot if I'm in my home directory. So th in other words, the path to which, the, the path to the beginning place that you want to start searching for something. And then we're going to do a dash type and dash type simply limits what kind of things find even bothers looking at. So it's not necessary. You don't have to put a t dash type, but you can, and it kind of makes things a little bit more efficient. So dash type, and then we're going to just do a... And when I say dash, I do mean dash. I do not mean dash dash type. I mean dash type. It's, it's a thing about find. For whatever reason, it uses BSD style options, and I, I've never actually looked into why that is, it's just something that you get used to with find. So dash type, and then F for file. And then a pretty typical addendum to that would be dash I name for the name case insensitive. Now if I know that the name can be case sensitive, then I could just do dash name. So either one of those will do. And then I do usually a quote, asterisk, let's say dot, log, close quote. And and that really super basic kind of regex, if you want to call it, or wildcard, whatever, it's it's just anything that ends in a dot, dot log. So I'm looking for a log file, for instance, in my home directory. So that that should and indeed it does if i press return that that returns quite a few logs some from kde some from uh from my own from my own applications uh like debugging logs some 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 things hidden away in a backup directory scum vm logs so quite a few actually and i could even i guess uh I could even look at how many there are uh, by just piping that to wc-l. Uh, 185 logs, apparently, give or take. So anyway, oh, you know what? I, I remember now. I think I remember what the tip was from Mastodon. Now that I'm now that I'm starting to mess around with it, it was the redirection of permission denied messages. So for instance, when I do this, find dot dash type f dash name quote asterisk dot log close quote and I, by the way I'm assuming I'm, I'm apolog I'll apologize now to Ken Fallon for going off script this is not in his email but this is related to the Mastodon stuff we'll get to Ken Fallon's tips in a moment or his script rather his transcript uh, or I guess a script because it's not I haven't said it yet so it's just a script so if I do that then I mean, there's so many results that I can't even I, that you kind of miss miss any kind of error output. But if I do, for instance, just pipe it to um, 
dash or, or uh, WC dash L rather for line count, then it kind of it WC eats up all the actual output, at least the normal output. Now the error output, the standard error output, still I still get to see that, and so I get to see, for instance, that find is returning a, a an error uh, that this dot slash um, foo dot backup file dot trash dash zero permission denied, uh, and same goes for something else called dot trash dash one zero zero six permission denied. So I think those are those are either those are meta like meta file files created by either um, KDE five or maybe by some other OS. I'm not I'm not a hundred percent sure. It's in a backup folder. It could be any. It's in a backup folder of a of a um, of a portable USB stick. So this USB stick has seen some action. It's been it's gotten around. It could have metadata files from many things. But anyway, whatever those things are, the permission is denied to look at that. Now, I, maybe I don't care about that. So what the Mastodon person was saying to me, if I'm recalling correctly, was that that's kind of annoying. And so what he or she d does is go, he does two, uh, and then the number two, and then the redirect, so that's the greater than symbol, I think. It's the one that points to the right. Uh, and then slash dev slash null. And again, we kind of miss it, so I'm going to just pipe it to wc-l, just, just really so that my standard input gets um, eaten by something. Um, you don't have to do that if, if it doesn't apply. And then you, you, you'll see that, in my case, for instance, I just get 185. So that's the number of, of actual results, you know, the lines. One result per line, that's how many lines got output, so that's how many log files are in my home directory, 185. Cool. And there's no error messages. That's because we took standard out, uh, standard error, which is signified by the the second stream, and we redirected it to slash dev slash null. Well, second or third, I guess, because there's zero. But anyway, um, yeah. So that's that's a cool tip, and it's it's kind of one of those obvious ones, I guess. It's oh, you can redirect standard error. Tell me more. But it's really handy because a lot of times when I'm doing a find across a really big file system yeah I just I don't care about the errors I, I just want to see the stuff that it found now granted it's important sometimes to look at those errors so I wouldn't I wouldn't do anything crazy and say okay fine you're never going to show me standard error you know and like I don't know alias it somehow or something I wouldn't do that but it is a, a handy tip to keep in mind if you're if you kind of know what you're dealing with, you know your data set, you know that there are some things that that you've that you don't have access to, but you don't care because that's not for instance where you would expect these you know this file that you're looking for to be. So you can redirect standard error and not have to see those that output. So from that you probably gleaned if you're not familiar already that the syntax sort of the standard classic syntax for find is find and then some path to a place that you want to search. That can be a dot for the current location. It can be a tilde for your home. It could be a slash for the beginning of your hard drive, the root partition. It could be a slash USR slash share for something. Maybe you're looking for some some images or what about user share icons, for instance. That would make sense.
So that's that's the standard. That's what you're normally going to see is the find and then the path. And then really, I'm going to say very frequently, it's just going to be like a dash I name and then quote, you know, some some string like asterisk dot txt. That would be anything ending in dot txt. Or you might say, well, I know that the string um, foo is in there and I just I don't remember where it would be. So you might do asterisk foo asterisk close quotation mark. And, and and that would do it. And that would find things like food.png, food-pizza.png. These are all actual icons and user share icons. Um, footnote, insert footnote, food cake, contact food overlay, insert footnote. I have, it's so weird the, the number of... Uh, of icons that exist, but yeah, so it, it finds all kinds of things, you know, the FOO, if it's anywhere in that, in the name of that file, it will find it for you, so that's, that's what find can do. Now, Ken Fallon kind of has an interesting use for this, and that is that he has, for instance, let's, let's go to a fairly small-ish folder here, because I, I don't want to I don't want to do this on my entire home. This will work probably. So if you do a find dash ls, you get essentially the sort of output that you would expect. It's not exactly the same, but it's really close. Uh, the same kind of output that you would get from an ls dash l. So if you just want to start using find a lot, which after Ken's email, I may jump on board this this train. Um, you could just forego the whole ls and just do a find-ls, and it does a long listing of the files in the current directory. So notice that you're not even giving it a directory path. You're just typing in find-ls, and it's defaulting to uh, essentially find-ls. Same, same deal. And I would probably go so far as to alias find to just the character f, and use that as my command, f-ls. Done. There. Um, yeah, so so that's kind of cool. And and it gives you everything pretty well delimited, too. I can, I can definitely see how this might, for instance, be optimized for parsing with, for instance, awk. Or cut, if you're, you're, if you're married to bash like that, which I kind of am. Um, so that's find-ls. I did not know that option existed. That was kind of cool. Okay, so back to the, the, now that we know the syntax and kind of understand it, we can say, for instance, find dot dash type f for file again, dash i name, let's do um, anything ending in dr, no, sh, I'm going to dot sh, so I'm going to find all the shell scripts in this current directory, because I happen to know that there are quite a few. So if you do that, then then you already know the output. You'll 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 you would under you would you would expect to see all the shell scripts or or all shell scripts ending in the in the the characters dot sh would be listed one per line. Now, if you'll recall to the past uh, two or three episodes, uh, not notwithstanding the one that I did whilst stranded in an airport and a hotel. Um, we were talking about zargs, exargs, uh, and parallel, yeah, GNU parallel. And those, those had an interesting way of dealing with things on a line, you know, that you deliver to it on a line-by-line -line basis. So find has something built into that as well. 
into it for that as well. So for instance, we have all these shell scripts that we are listing. Now, let's assume that we only really want to find the um, shell scripts that contain a certain string. So then we might do a find dot dash type f again dash i name. Actually, we could probably just go with name again, to be honest, because I, I, I would never personally call a shell script a dot sh with anything but a lowercase. So I'm, I'm, I feel pretty confident that this is this can be case sensitive. And then I'm going to do a dash exec exec as in execute, and then we can do essentially we've just we've just done a, an exarg so that's it's very similar to exargs um so it's dash exec and then you can do like a let's say a grep dash i for case insensitive uh, foo and then just like exargs when you do the dash i uh, to swap out or to kind of define hey whatever i'm giving you give it a give it a give it a symbol and I, we were using if you'll recall a percent sign um, exec uses curly brace curly brace so an empty set essentially curly brace curly brace and then to close this expression it's kind of weird but you have to do a backslash semicolon now technically speaking from what I'm understanding it really just wants a semicolon but bash of course interprets that semicolon as a bash um, delimiter so you have to escape this semicolon so you do a backslash semicolon so then I hit return and now it's telling me about uh, the f the shell scripts that it has found the the string foo in and um, there's actually quite a bit more than I would have imagined that is quite interesting but there you go so that's um, that's that's how to to kind of limit your search further, or you, not limit, it's more like you're filtering your search because you're saying, okay, find all the files that end in .sh and show me the files of, of those, show me the ones that contain the string foo. Lowercase, uppercase, doesn't matter, foo. If it's in there, show that to me. And of course, you can you can change that in different way. I mean, grep is grep, so you can you can go through and say, okay, well, I don't actually want to see the the contents of all those results. That was a bit much, so instead we'll use a dash lowercase l, and that will show us just the just the results rather than the contents of the of the results. So yeah, you can do whatever you know. I mean, and and the dash exec it doesn't have to be a grep. It could be anything. You can. It's just like exargs and GNU parallel, except not as good as GNU parallel. And from what I've understood, slower than exargs. Uh, people have kind of sat down and done experiments and you know timed things and clocked things. And from what I've read, exargs outperforms dash exec. So just just you know. FYI, I, I've not really compared it all that much. So let's see. Another cool trick that Ken Fallon has in this kind of springboards off the dash type thing is find a dot, and he, he's, he's doing the shorthand thing where he doesn't use the path, the explicit path. He's, he's, he's letting it default 
to current directory. So you can do that. I'm not going to do that because in, when when I don't like to use shorthand when talking about things because then we forget if we're learning about it for the first time we forget that there's a dot there or a path there and then we get confused. So I'm just going to keep using that path even though I I understand if you leave it out it will default to the current directory. So and do a find a dot and then we'll do a dash type and then we'll do an L. Now that's a cool one because the dash L limits what find returns to you such that it is only the symlinks. It it'll only look at symlinks. And and you can and there's there's a bunch of more type um type options as you can imagine. I mean that's that's why it exists. So if you look at the man page of of find and do a uh, do a you know a search in within the man page do a um, dash or do a search I don't know if you're using less it's a, a forward or a back the the normal slash like the the normal slash like what's that a forward slash um, the one that points sort of to the right um, the that one dash type space C if you do a if you search your document for that that exactly dash type space C then you will see all of the different options available for the type filter as we could call it I guess and that is B for block or buffered special I don't know what that is C for character unbuffered special D for directory I use that one a fair amount P for a named pipe F for a regular file L for a symbolic link and S for socket and then if you're on your if you're on Solaris a capital D for door and I don't know what that is either I'm not not that not quite that into Solaris to know what that means. So yeah, you can you can kind of limit what find gives you. Okay, so another handy flag to know about is dash max depth. The way this works is well, it's pretty straightforward. It's dash max depth, and then you can tell it how how far to to to, to descend as it lists or as it as it searches for whatever it is you've sent it off to search for. So for instance, if I'm in my home directory, we've already done this. We we've done a, a find dot type f name log. So I know that there are 185 log files in in my home directory. But what if I were to say, well, I don't really want it to look in every single directory. I just I want to find the one like literally in this directory. Well, then you can do a dash max depth one. And now I've got one result, which is this debug log sitting in my home directory. Now the way that Ken Fallon uses it apparently, his little tip of the day, is to do a find dash max depth one, and then do a type D for directory, if you'll recall, and then he gets a list of just the directories. And that seems kind of useful, actually. I think I think there's probably I'm gonna just assume that there's a flag for that in in ls but i'll also admit that i don't know what that would be and i could be wrong maybe there isn't a flag for that so um yeah ma find max depth one dash type d for for directories that, that seems pretty useful actually also having said that I, I i don't find myself usually doing that so i guess it's i can see how it would be useful and yet it's not a part of my workflow but maybe now that i know that little 
trick. Maybe I will know. Uh, maybe I will do it more often. Who knows? Okay. So and and to be honest, I do uh, in my LS. My LS, I do have aliased to uh, the uh, it's LS and a s series of options. But one of them, I know that it, it is dash capital F, uh, which I don't remember what that stands for. Long, the long option for that. Uh, I guess I could find out. Classify is what that stands for. Dash dash classify, uh, and that 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 kind of gives you visual representations of what certain files are. So it it puts a slash behind all directories. It puts a I think a little asterisk or something next to binaries. And then it leaves normal everyday files alone. So while I don't do a find, for instance, for just you know type D or max depth one and then type D, I do apparently have it as part of my workflow to to classify what I'm looking at. So in a way, it is a part of my workflow, is what I'm trying to say. There are more ways to filter out what find shows to you when it when it's finished processing your request, and one of those methods is the prune method. Ken says specifically in his email he tries to avoid them. I, I'm not really sure. He says, I've had to use dash prune from time to time along with dash print, but I try to avoid them. I'm not, I'm not really sure why. I don't know why he's trying to avoid them or or if he just finds them a little bit backwards or what. I find the syntax of find troublesome from time to time. This isn't necessarily one of them, but but I do kind of... I do. I see that it is a little bit awkward. I don't actually use prune that much uh, because my my find commands in real life are usually either very very structured, uh, like they're they're something that I'm using in a shell script where I kind of know the environment in which I am working, or they're on the they're just kind of fly by night. Suddenly I need to find a file, so I do a quick find thing with an exec grep to search for a string that I happen to know exists in that file that I'm searching for, and that's it. So I. I I, I don't usually carefully construct find commands in this in this manner, but it is it is it could be useful. So if we do a find dot dash type f dash name quote asterisk dot log close quote, and then a do we do a dash or, and then we do a dash path, and then let's just say that we want to exclude. Um, quote dot slash foo dot backup, and then we're gonna do a space dash prune. Okay, so what we've done now is we've said, okay, find. I want you to find in the current path, in the current location. So that's the dot of file of the type of a file with the name of anything dot log. And then we're telling it, after it's finished processing all that information, we will say, or if the, so so take those results, and it's, I, I have a real hard time saying or, because it doesn't make sense to me. It's more like an if, but it is an or. So we'll say, or if the path is dot slash foo dot backup, then get rid of it drop it drop it from the results dash prune that's what it's doing so if i if i hit return i got all i got 185 results in fact i guess i'll do the whole redirect standard redirect error to dev null and then i'm going to do a wc dash l 
and now 137 results instead of 185 results. So what it has done, and you could see it in the output if you if you were witnessing this yourself, the the output would read, it would give it's giving me all 100 you know it's giving me 137 results, and essentially it's ignoring everything in the subdirectory uh, foo.backup. Now the interesting thing about the prune command, well there's several interesting things about it, and this is probably all this, these are probably all good reasons for kin to avoid them. Um, but one of them is that, first of all, the syntax to me is wonky. So the dash or or the dash o, if you if you um, if you're staying strict, dash o, um, and then so what what or what? Like okay, so we we've asked you to find these files or or path prune. You know that doesn't make any sense to me. But let's just assume that that makes sense to you. Um, so you're doing a dash o for or and then dash path to define a path. Now that path definition has to be from you know it has to be from the it has to be the same path representation as what you would normally get from find. So if we run find without that 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 last half of the expression, then I see down at the bottom of my results dot slash foo.backup slash and then a bunch of other you know results or, or, or subdirectories that that have log files in them um, so the dot slash foo.backup is is the path that I need to exclude so if I just did you know it's not doing any globbing in other words it's not doing it's not doing I couldn't just say hey if it contains foo.backup then it, then prune it that that's not how it works now what I can do is use wildcard. So I could say uh, that if the path is quote asterisk foo asterisk even if I wanted to do that, then anything that contains you know, the string foo would would be excluded. Um, but but the the if you're giving it a, a specific directory to exclude, it needs to be it needs to be the the full path as as find sees it in its output. And then the dash prune, like I say, that just drops it. That just sends it to some other place. Dev null, I guess. I don't know. So there you go. That's the prune option. Find is very, very picky about the order of things. So if you tell it, for instance, to do to to, to find some files, and and you know, if you tell it preemptively, hey, I'm probably going to want to prune these this directory, and then and then you find files, it's going to fail. It, it doesn't. It doesn't work like that. There's the sort of the evaluation stage, and then there's the results stage. And it's a little bit fuzzy on how you can tell one from the other. And I think the classic, classic example of that problem is the most dangerous flag of all, which I, I don't even want to talk about. It's so dangerous. I'm telling you right now, this is dangerous. It's like when I'm talking about rm versus a sane command like trashy, which was written by me. Uh, that's what I'm talking about here. So there's a find, uh, and then there's an option within find. You'll you'll discover it eventually, so I might as well talk about it. It's dash delete, and Ken even even cites it in his email, which 
I just I would never do this, and I'm just going to tell you right now, if you misuse dash delete, you will delete all the files in on your hard drive. Find will do that for you. Um, maybe not all, but it, it can it can seriously mess up your home directory. I've done this before, uh, way way back when, many many years ago, before fully understanding, well, really Linux or or Find, um, and it's arguable that I still don't, but but at least I understand delete. So delete is one of those commands, and I think if we even look in man Find, and we do a search for dash delete. Delete files. True if removal succeeded. If the removal fails, error message is issued. Uh, it says, warnings. Don't forget that the find command line is evaluated as an expression, which, of course, to most people means absolutely nothing. Um, it certainly doesn't mean anything to me. So putting dash delete first makes find delete everything below the starting point you specify. So none of this makes any sense. Like this is the worst possible English to to convey a warning in. Like none of that made any sense. But what it's saying is that if you were to say find, I'm going to do slash temp because that way if you copy what I'm doing, it won't matter. So find da uh, slash temp tmp. That's a that's a directory. Ma dash max depth one. And then you were to say dash delete, it would delete everything within your temp directory. Um, and what it's saying even further is that if you just say dash delete uh, with no max depth, it will delete everything within dash temp and everything under dash uh, slash, slash temp. And that's probably okay, because slash temp is, is typically kind of designed to be deleted at some point. So that's why I'm using that as an example. Uh, but the point the point is that, that if, you, if you say find slash temps dash delete, and then you say, okay, well, let's just delete the directories. So you do dash type D for delta. Guess what? You've done it wrong. You've done it in reverse. So you've 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 just told find to delete everything with within slash tmp. Oh, and by the way, limit something to directories. It's it's just superfluous. It doesn't. It's not going to. The delete has already happened by the time you've constrained it to dash type delta. So if you want to delete all the directories in slash temp, then you would have to do it differently. You'd have to use find slash temp dash type D for directories and then dash delete. So really, really super important. Don't misuse delete and arguably don't use delete. I, I do not use delete. I do a find and then uh, on whatever I'm looking for, wherever I'm looking for it, and then I do a dash exec and then I do a trashy curly brace, curly brace, and then I do a forward slash, backslash semicolon. And that moves every all the things that it has found to my to my free desktop trash, and I can deal with it. I can delete it once I'm really really sure that that's what I meant to do. So that's my advice to you. I do not use dash delete. Now many of you are going to email me and say, "Oh my gosh, you're not using Linux correctly. Deleting and removing things haphazardly is part of the deal." Well, I beg to differ. So anyway, what Ken does say, and this is kind of cool, is to find empty files. He does a find dash empty, 
and again he does find with no path defined so I'm going to do a find dot dash empty and it will it shows me all of the empty files in in whatever wherever I am so right now I'm in my home directory still so it's just found all the empty files in my home directory and then he does a dash delete to remove them all that's cool I can respect that I'm not going to do it I don't trust delete I just don't Hey, what I do trust is coffee, and that's what you can trust as well. It'll never steer you wrong. So go get a cup. Go get a cup right now. I'm going to go get mine, and uh, we'll come back right after these messages. I do hope that you got yourself a very good cup of coffee. I got myself a, let's call it an average cup of coffee. It's not great, but it's a cup of coffee. It is a hot liquid, so uh, it'll do. Uh, right now I'm kind of, yeah, I'm, I'm on a, a cheap batch of coffee that I got, just sort of trying to play the field, trying to find something a little bit less expensive than, than my normal uh, coffee brand. And uh, it turns out that yeah, I, I kind of hit on something that wasn't necessarily all that good. And the the thing about, I find at least, the thing about really poor quality coffee is that you end up kind of dumping a lot more coffee into the pot than, than normal, you know? Because it's just the flavor just isn't there. So you think, well, I'll just add more coffee. Maybe it'll become better if I add more of this average substance uh, to the coffee pot, and and that doesn't really actually make it taste better, but but you feel like it does because now you have sort of a stronger coffee, so you think, well, now it's a fuller flavor, it's a, a better, you know, a fuller body coffee, whatever, um, and it does just, yeah, it's not really working for me to be honest, but um, that's okay. Uh, I as I've related to you in previous episodes, I've I, I had a great great coffee experience, several great coffee experiences. Uh, on my trip to the U.S., so uh, you know, while while I usually have great coffee here in New Zealand, arguably a lot better than what I normally have in the U.S., uh, this this week or possibly the next two weeks, I will be having cheap coffee at home, and that's fine. That's fine. It's just all part of the part of the rich tapestry of life. So, if you want more ways to 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 define or to to limit what what find finds, there is the m time flag which Ken mentions. Again, I don't actually use this all that much. It is something that I probably ought to use more often. So the way to do m time is it's n times 24 hours. So if I go to, for instance, let's just do well. Certainly, if I do find tilde for so for my home directory dash m time and then i say uh anything older than five or or so i'm sorry so dash m time and then the number uh five so what is what that is doing is it looks for files that were modified 
five times 24 hours ago. And it may or may not find anything at exactly five times 24 hours ago. And I would have been surprised if it had because I've been gone for several weeks. Okay, so it, it indeed returns nothing except some errors about those weird meta data files or whatever they are in my in that backup folder from the thumb drive. So dash m time five doesn't do anything. Well, what if we say, for instance, plus five? Okay, well that that returns quite a quite a lot more actually, uh, and in fact it it probably everything in my home directory I would even venture to say because everything in my uh, home directory the m time or not everything but but many things in my home directory are 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 older than are greater than five times 24 hours old so if I do m dash m time minus um, let's do one so that's minus one times 24 hours of age and that returns uh, quite a lot of the stuff that I've been doing today, because it is, as you may have guessed, it is less than, it, it is newer than 1 times 24 hours. So I'm going to make a directory here, and I'll just call it find test. And then inside of that directory, I'm going to touch a file called foo, and then I'm going to just go ahead and go into that directory, and then I'll do a find dot dash m time uh, minus one and sure enough foo is is discovered there, there foo is because I just now ma made the file so it is less than one times 24 or I could do a dash m time plus one and it returns nothing because in this particular directory it cannot find and, and there are no subdirectories so it, it cannot find any file that is older than one times 24 hours so there you go. That's that's how it works. So that's m time, and it does seem fairly useful actually. And I, I'm surprised I don't use that more often. Honestly, I, I should now that now that I've recorded about it. Maybe I will remember to do that. And it's definitely worth mentioning that m time can be compounded upon itself. So for instance, if you want to do a find for any file that is greater than one times 24 but less than 22 times 24, then you can do that. Find m time plus 1, m time minus 22, and, and it, will, it will give you the, the, the intersection of, those, uh, of that combination. And I haven't really thought that through. Maybe, maybe I would actually want to do less than and then plus, but, but whatever. You, you, can, you can use multiple m time arguments to kind of filter through your what what find is returning for you and and again you just kind of have to keep in mind you just have to remember how find processes things and it's it's sort of from left to right and it's it's a pipeline yeah so so keep in mind what's being returned and what you are then filtering so uh ken in his email also says that for bash scripts he uses different formatting uh for his find for his finding uh, for instance, he might do for foo in dollar sign parentheses. That's kind of a bashism, isn't it? Surely he meant a backtick. Uh, for foo in backtick, find slash var slash temp uh, space dash type f dash name quote foo dot bar close quote close backtick semicolon do echo dollar sign f uh, yeah foo 
uh, semicolon done. So he's he's essentially searching his find results within this for loop and then doing something with the with the result. That that's I I use it that way very frequently. I believe I very frequently wonder why I'm doing it that way instead of just using a dash exec. But it's actually cleaner to do that that this way sometimes depending on how much you want to do in your exec. So you could do some of this stuff in exec, but then you're you're yeah, you're doing it in a different order. So so yeah, um I've I've used the for loop analyzing the results of find fairly frequently myself. He also says he could do it this way, find slash var slash temp, for instance, uh, dash type f dash name foo, uh, and then pipe while read foo uh, semicolon do echo dollar sign foo semicolon done. And that's pretty cool, doing a little bit of a, you know, piping the results of find to a while loop that does... That, that acts upon, you know, valid results. That's kind of cool. I've, I don't I don't feel like I've ever actually done it that way, so I could see there being use cases for that as well. And and that is just to kind of keep in mind that that find is a... it's a command, so it, it can interact with things like dash exec or exargs or GNU parallel, but at the same time, you could you can have it interact with other stuff too. You can embed it, as it were, in a for loop or or feed it into a while loop. So that's that's important to keep in mind. He also says that he does things like find dash type f. I'm actually just going to run this one. So find tilde slash type f dash i name. Let's just do log again. Uh, asterisk log, just because at this point I know apparently that I have a lot of log files in my home directory. Uh, and then exec ls dash dash full dash time curly brace curly brace forward slash semicolon and it looks like what that's giving us is the the timestamp of that file with all lots of detail like 2017 04 12 07 1943 dot 000 plus 1200 so yeah so um pretty pretty granular uh detail there on on the on the time stamping of files he says he runs that a lot i i honestly cannot imagine why i'm sure he'll email me and tell me some weird story of of how being an admin requires that sort of granularity so and that actually does affect like the the rounding up of times does affect the m time option just f just be aware of that um and there you can read the find the man page and find uh, i think it references the dash a time option for full details on how that affects what your m time uh filter finds or or doesn't find yeah and there's there's all kinds of things again to limit to limit to limit what you're finding i think on the opposite end of that spectrum are those things that that kind of broaden your search a little bit so there we've already talked a, a little bit we've mentioned the fact that there's i name so if you're not really sure whether you used camel casing for that one file or not but you know that it had the word foo in it you're just not quite sure then you can do it find 
uh, tildes dash iname quote asterisk foo asterisk quote and that will find all all instances of foo in all file names so even if if it's capital foo versus lowercase foo it gets found this way related to that is the are, are the the ways to define paths so this is kind of interesting because the, the, the man page is, is really just kind of all over the place with this one. So there's the dash path option, which we've already used. We were using it when we pruned out something defined by its path. So you can you can use it for pruning. You, you can also use it just as 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 a way to to specify, you know, to kind of to kind of narrow in where you want to actually search. Like you want this certain log file, but but only if it if it's related to you know this this project. So I, I know that it it should be somewhere around this you know it should contain it should be embedded in this kind of path. I just have no idea where that exists. So you can do a dash path, but but again that's that's kind of that's narrowing the focus. So the opposite of that, just like the the opposite of dash name is iname, uh, or maybe not opposite, but you know what I mean, like the the the, the broader search uh, is iname. It is it can be ipath in find. Bizarrely, the, um, the 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 man page for find appears, if I'm reading it correctly, and I may not be, but it appears to claim that the option is deprecated. It behaves. It says dash ipath behaves in the same way as dash i whole name. This option is deprecated, so please do not use it. Okay, that's cool. So we go to dash i whole name, and it says, okay, well that's like whole name, but the match is case insensitive. And then if we go to dash whole name, if we go to dash whole name, it says that dash whole name is you you see path. This alternative is less portable than path. So from what I'm gathering from from this is that if you want to use dash path you may because it's portable if you want to use dash ipath you should not because it is deprecated so you should use i whole name however i whole name presumably like whole name is not as portable as path so i'm not really sure what, where that leads us point being it does exist in the current find, so you can either use dash i path or you can use dash i whole name, whatever you, whatever you prefer. And then you could say, for instance, let's just go with um, something that I know exists. So uh, let's do i whole name, just because I'm trying to comply with the desires of the man page authors. And we're going to do, uh, we know that, for instance, it's somewhere in a folder called data slash um, Etsy asterisk quote. So I've got quote asterisk data slash Etsy close asterisk or uh, yeah close asterisk close quote and and then we'll hit return and what that finds is and, and actually I'm sorry I'm going to also do a dash name foo.conf, well, we'll just do an asterisk.conf, because I do know that it ends in conf. 
and I do know that it's lowercase. And what we get back from that are any results, any configuration files in a directory in a backup folder in a client directory called test data slash Etsy underscore nginx slash foo.conf. So, so I have I have limited all the results to very specific uh, a specific string must appear in the whole name of of my result, and that is this this data slash Etsy because I know that I knew that that within this within this uh, path within the results I knew that the the the, the path would involve test data slash Etsy underscore nginx. And that's part of Let's Encrypt and it's part of CertBot and stuff like that. And that's how I knew that that would exist because I've used that on multiple client uh, configurations. So I knew it would exist. I just I just wanted to make sure that I was finding the one embedded, you know, within this exact, uh, that, that contained this sort of substring. And and I whole name or I path or whatever you end up using, it doesn't treat you know the slashes and and other and dots and things like that. It doesn't care. It it's just matching the the characters in the string. It it doesn't. It gives no special. It, it does not regard the the path itself as a special. You know, it doesn't look at those special symbols and and think, oh well, this is delimiting a directory. It does not care about that. It's just scrubbing the actual characters in whatever find has returned and it's it's returning you know if it matches that i whole name or that i i path then it returns it to you and in fact maybe this even deserves even more explanation because there's a there's some syntactical things that might be of interest here so uh, i'm going to go back into my test uh, find test directory okay so i've got a foo folder or a, a file called foo there it's it's empty so don't care, but I'm going to make a directory. I'm going to actually make a couple of directories. So I'm going to do make dir-p to uh, make uh, all the parents as required. So we will do, um, let's call it GNU, uh, GWO for GNU World Order, slash, and then we'll put um, positives, and then we'll do the same thing, and we'll call negatives. And then we'll do, um, I guess we'll do something called neutral. So there we go. So now we've got a folder called GWO. And we've got a subdirectory called positives. We've got a subdirectory called negatives. And we've, called a, we've got a subdirectory called neutral. And then within each of those, we're going to touch a file called... Um, we're going to touch a file called foo. So now we've got a file called foo in, in each positives, negatives, and neutral. And those are subdirectories. And that's fine. Okay, so cool. So we'll do a find dot, meaning we're going to search this, this current location. And then we'll do a dash type f, because we happen to know that we are looking for a file, not, not a directory or a symlink or whatever. And then we're going to do a dash i whole name. Now we're going to fail a couple of times and see if you can predict why or, or understand why we're going to why why these commands are failing. So we'll do a quote gwo slash you should already know uh, asterisk ves. So it's going to be either positives or negatives because it's going to end in a asterisk ves. Close quote space dash name foo. 
So that should find it, right? So Because we're finding from here a file that contains GWO asterisk VES, which that, that seems pretty accurate, uh, and, and is named foo. I mean, this is a, a ridiculously specific search, I would imagine. Like, if you know all of this information in this context, you wouldn't even have to use find. But pretend like we, you know, maybe there's many, many more levels of directories, uh, and we're trying to find foo within, you know, all the ones containing this substring. So if I hit return, I get nothing back. So you should have already identified the first error, which was, well, we didn't have a dot slash in front of the GWO, because remember, way back when we were doing um, the pruning, I, I told you that the the string of the thing that you are searching for needs to contain, you know, it needs to contain the characters within that path. So it's, it's dot slash GWO in this context. Now I could be lazy and just put an asterisk there. But but maybe I wouldn't want to be lazy. Maybe I, I want to say, well, no, I want the, the, the GWO that is located here, G, GWO. I don't want I don't want GWO that is buried somewhere else. So dot slash GWO, asterisk, VES, close quote, dash name, foo. Now, don't worry, we're going to fail again. And so I hit return, and again, no response, no, no results. Why, why not? Well, that's because the... The dash i whole name is just like any other search and find. If 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 you leave off, if we say it ends in ves, then darn it, it's going to end in ves. It it needs to end in ves. Well, nothing. If if we find a file called foo and we return that to the to the user, then then that does not end in ves. It ends in foo. So ves asterisk close quote. So that's I whole name quote dot slash GWO asterisk VES asterisk close quote space dash name foo. And sure enough, now I get the the two results. GWO positives foo, GWO negatives foo. Perfect. That is very good. Okay, so now let's do something a little bit now now that we have that those gotchas kind of taken care of, let's do something a little bit more more interesting. So instead of um, VES, let's do POS, so it's going to just, this should just re re return positives, and it does. So I've got the I whole name set to dot slash GWO asterisk POS asterisk close quote. And that, that, re that, that returns exactly one thing, and that is the foo in positives. Well, let's pretend like what we actually want is the foo in positives and the foo in neutral. And we just can't figure out how to get those two things in one tidy I-hole name. So as Ken in his email explained to me, what we could do here is we can use the the truly just eternally awkward format uh, syntax for, for find. And I don't know what it is about find, but they just love this kind of thing. Um, it's just, it's really hard to sort of wrap your head around it sometimes, but find dot and then dash type F because we're still just looking for files. And then we're going to do a backslash to escape the parentheses that we are going to use dash I whole name quote dot slash GWO asterisk POS asterisk close quote. And then we'll do a dash O for the, the or and we'll do it again I whole name quote dot slash gw 
O asterisk, and then what, what did I say? Neutral, right? So we'll just do any, any U. Uh, asterisk, close quote, and then since we're still, we're still within find, and it, it's still, you know, bash wants to intercept this stuff, so we're going to have to escape it. So another backslash, parentheses, and then we can do a space name foo. So this, this ought to return to us the both positives and neutral results, and yes, it does. Now, one important thing that I've just discovered, or, or had reinforced, I, I think I kind of knew it, but I, I forgot, um, is that the, the backslash parentheses needs to have a space after it. So it's backslash parentheses space dash I whole name, and the same goes for the ending. So neutral asterisk quote space backslash parentheses because otherwise find munges it all together and and gets confused so there you go so you've got the ability to combine and and sort of put sub phrases within your expression but you have to do it with parentheses but bash wants to take those parentheses and make it into like a sub subshell or something so you have to escape it before using it really really quite awkward i would say it's 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 one of those commands that probably in the end wants to be more like awk or something like that you know like where you can actually just write a script and and say hey i want you to find all this stuff but within these clauses you know like here here's here's a function and this function is going to represent all the things that i do want you to find and here's a function that's all the stuff that i don't want you to or that i want you to prune to, to ignore and and it's, it just doesn't have that as far as i know and maybe that's a good thing ultimately but but definitely the syntax sometimes really really takes getting used to and what can you say i mean that's just how it is ken tells me specifically not to forget to mention which is impossible because i wasn't going to mention this so i wouldn't have forgotten i just wouldn't have mentioned it but he says don't forget to mention that the locate and update db use find in the background to do their thing now i will admit to you i do not use locate really um i i, I think when i found out I, I used to and it seemed magical to me and then i found out later that yeah it, it actually did it was just find with some fancy front end things going on and i kind of i just kind of I lost interest in it. Not not that I not that I have a disdain for things that use other commands, you know, f to to work their magic by any means. I'm just I just happened to when I found out that it used find in the back on the back end, I just thought, well, why don't I just use find? And so I I really do I just tend to use find. That said, a lot of people really really like locate and and I really I don't see a reason not to like it. It's it's really pretty pretty snazzy so uh locate which is as i understand frequently symlinked now to s locate which is the security enhanced version of gnu locate is it's a it's a way to index and then search your files it uses incremental encoding just like gnu locate to compress its database to make searching faster but it also checks files per file permissions and ownership before displaying matched entries so that users don't see files that they 
don't have access to, which honestly right there, that's kind of a nice feature. So anyway, that's that's locate. It's little database in, in case you're wondering is usually somewhere in var, so slash var slash lib slash slocate possibly, and then slash slocate.db. The update db command is kind of a subcommand almost of, of, of locate or slocate, and it, it simply updates it allows you to manually index your files essentially. So there's there's actually a there's there's a configuration file called slash etsy slash um, update db.conf. And it's a pretty simple configuration file. It's just it's got by at least by default on Slackware it has four four things, which is prunefs, prune paths, and then it exports both of those values. So the prunefs uh, prunes out, you know, excludes things like NFS, um, AFS, PROC, SMBFS, ISO 9660, UDF, SIFS, all the kind of the obvious ones that you wouldn't want to index as part of your, your standard file system. And then it also prunes whole paths of slash dev, slash PROC, slash SIS, slash TMP, slash usr slash tmp and so on so those those are not subject to locate indexing and then it exports the prune fs and prune paths and, and you could add stuff to it yourself obviously if you wanted to uh, and and then you can run update db whenever you want to and uh, you should obviously probably check to make sure that it's not already configured to happen on a regular basis on your system. It kind of depends on who installed it and how they've set up your system as to whether this is something that gets run frequently or not at all. You would want to verify that and figure that out for yourself. But yeah, it's 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 essentially a front end to find in my mind. And it, it works basically exactly like that. Like if you do, for instance, locate quote guitar asterisk close quote Oh, there's a lot more stuff called guitar on my system than I realized. I'd expected a couple of things, but yeah, so there's a bunch of bunch of things in my home folder called guitar. A lot more than I'd expected. But anyway, yes, I mean, it, it does that, and it does it quickly because it, it's not, you know, it, it's indexed all that stuff. It, it knows that that stuff exists already. It pulls it out and presents it to you quickly and promptly, uh, and, and sometimes that's nice. Sometimes that is a nice thing to have. So there you go. That's locate and I'm sure I could probably do a whole episode on it because there are lots and lots of different options to locate. Um, but whether or not you would want to use that instead of just raw find, that's up to you. Point being, they're based on find, so whether you use find directly or not, you may be using find anyway. So thank you so much to Ken Fallon who has written this entire episode. Uh, hopefully he didn't give me a um, license, but I'm going to assume that it's... Um, that it's a Creative Commons style license. Maybe he's even assigned copyright to me. I'm not really sure. But uh, this has basically been Ken Fallon's email read to you by Klaatu. And thank you very much for listening. I hope you've learned something about Find. I hope it comes in handy. I will talk to you next week. listening to the GNU World Order AUG cast. 
This has been Klaatu. You can reach me on IRC. I'm on the Freenode network usually in channels such as Augcast Planet, Slacker Media, Slackware, a couple of others. My nick on IRC is not Klaatu. You can also reach me lately on Mastodon. My username there is at Klaatu at Mastodon.xyz. Of course, you can email me at Klaatu at member.fsf.org. That's Klaatu at member.fsf, as in Free Software Foundation.org. And of course, you can visit my various websites, gnuworldorder.info and slackermedia.info. I will see you next time. I don't think so.